Rams at Lions is the super wild card round game I'm most looking forward to. Out to the KDUS hotline we go. We're now joined in Sports Zone by Sean Windsor of uh, the Detroit Free Press. And Sean, good to have you on the show. First ever playoff game at Ford Field. Ford Field. How crazy might the crowd be on uh, Sunday night? Oh, it's going to be. Uh, I mean, as you can imagine, I'm not sure. And excuse me, uh, excuse my voice here. Just kind of getting over a cold. I hope the rasping it's not too hard on your ears, but it's it's um, I mean, as you mentioned, it's the first home playoff game at Ford or first playoff game at Ford Field. Actually, not the first playoff game. There was a Super Bowl there, but the Lions obviously were not involved. But it's the first home playoff game in 30 years, and um, you know this fan base is one of the it's one of the more underrated football fan bases in the country. They they even when they were 0 16 and winning two games, three games a year that, you know, they were still filling up the seats in December. It's, it's, uh, it's, it just doesn't have the, the national, uh, what's, what's the word, not notoriety, but it just doesn't have the national sort of following that say the Cubs or the Red Sox or even the Browns or the Bills or some of these teams that have been known as, as having kind of uh, tough losses or curses or whatever. But, but the Lions have won one playoff game since 1957. So the, the fact that they uh, they get a chance to have a home game for the first time in three decades, you can you can imagine how how crazy this crowd is going to be. Yeah, I was born in 1957, so they won one playoff game since I've been alive. So uh, we'll see how this goes this week. Uh, Jared Goff uh, facing Sean McVay and the Rams. How do you think Goff will handle all the stuff going on around that? I think he should be. I think he should be just fine. It's. I think it, it's really going to be football related, right? It's, can the offensive line give him time to throw? Um, can the offensive line open up some some lanes for their for their running backs, and then he can use the play action play action off the run? I think I think it, you know the outside stuff, the idea that it's you know against the Rams against Sean McVay, the the way he was let go from the Rams. I mean, sure, that's he's human. He's he's going to feel that a little bit, but 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 golf is a pretty cool customer that way, and um, I, I don't imagine that's going to that's going to get in the way when he's in the huddle and on the field and on the sideline in the locker room at halftime. I, I, I feel like it's going to be all about the matchups and the strategies and who's executing and, and that sort of thing. I, that's one thing I'll, I'll say about golf. He's that I, since he's been here the last couple of years or almost three years now is that he, he's pretty unflappable that way. And uh, if he, you know, I don't know how much you've watched him over the years, but if he gets time, mm-hmm. he's pretty good, you know? Yeah, we saw him here, and he had time when he faced the Cardinals back in the day, but the Cardinals' defense wasn't very good in those days. So we'll see uh, see how that goes. Uh, Goff is, you know, he's had some not so good moments on some of these last few games. How did Lions fans view Goff, and uh, uh, you know, do, do they trust him at this point? I think I think they do for the most part. You know, I mean, he no team, excuse me, no Lion team, Lions team has won twelve games since. I want to say the 91 team. So and he, and he's a big part of that. There's a lot of love for that. You know, do they, do they think about him? Because they see, you know, any, any football fan sees how the game is played these days. And he's not a quarterback and get out of the pocket and make plays. He, he sometimes doesn't even buy a lot of time within the pocket, you know, like, like say Tom Brady or whatever. But, um, so, so there's always going to be a little bit, wow, what's, who's out there? Who's, you know, I remember. I remember when Lamar Jackson was sort of on the market a couple of years ago, and they were the, the fan base was you know they had been longing for somebody like that. But 
I think I think they do trust him, and partly because the offensive line here is is one of the best in the league, and they see what happens when when he gets time. He's he's uh, he's pretty elite when he when he gets time. But you know that's that's the question. I know you can say that a lot about about a lot of quarterbacks who fell if he gets time, but but I really do. I mean, his decision making, the way he reads defenses, and his accuracy are top notch as long as he has time. Matthew Stafford, uh, back in Detroit. How do Lions fans view Stafford, and how do you think he deals with all the stuff going on with him? I think Stafford again. I mean, he, especially now that he's got a Super Bowl, he'll, you know, he. And he, I've seen some quotes from him this week. Uh, in fact, we have a reporter out in LA who's been kind of writing dispatches from there, and he, you know, he's he's got the the, the feeling a little bit of. I mean, he he understands what what this fan base thinks of him and they i mean they loved him for the most part i mean you know when he played here he got to the playoffs a few teams he never really had one year he had a really good defense but for the most part the team wasn't near as complete as it is this year and fans have always understood that and they're very fond of him and and he and his wife uh, kelly and and they actually she talked about it this week too about it's going to be hard to come back and be on the opposite uh, opposite sideline, and and be going against uh, you know a lot of people that that meant a lot to him over the years. But I think again, it's going to be about football for Stafford, and I think uh, you know unless the, the Lions can get to uh, get to him, he's probably going to have a pretty good day. Sean Windsor of the Detroit Free Press, currently in the sports zone. Matt Laporta uh, went down with a leg injury last week. Do you think he'll play on Sunday? And if he doesn't or is limited, how's that alter the Lions' offense against the Rams' defense, which has been vulnerable in the secondary? It has, and I know they can still rush the passer a little bit. Um, so Sam Laporta said the other day, told reporters, I want to say yesterday or the day before I was still traveling back from Texas where Michigan and and uh, Washington played. I was sort of stuck down there for the national championship game. But but he, he I did see he told reporters he felt like he was going to be able to play. Dan Campbell, the head coach, is hopeful he's going to be able to play. Again, like you said, is it going to be limited? That's that's what we don't know. If I would bet he'll at least try and be out there. How effective he can be, who knows. And if he can't be effective, for sure, that's going to – that's going to change things. He's he's great at third and six, third and seven, giving golf that the, uh, the the sort of the check down to move the chains. I mean, he's he's been one of the best. I mean, especially considering he's a rookie, he's been one of the best tight ends in the league. So that'll absolutely affect him. But they do they do get Jamison Williams back. Uh, they should get him back, who's been playing fairly well the last few weeks. So that that should help stretch things out. But. You know, their 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 backup tight end, their other tight end, Brock Wright, has missed time too. He's not Sam Laporta, but uh, we'll see. Well, obviously they're going to be diminished. He's he's really really good, but I still think they probably have enough to uh, to to move the ball even without him. Okay, along those lines, the Rams offense against excuse me, the uh, Lions offense against the Rams defense. What else should we pay attention to? Uh, you mentioned the secondary; they've, they've struggled. I know Aaron Donald's still on the team, and the the, the, the Rams pass the, the Rams pass rush, and even their their run their run defense has been pretty solid. So, to me, it's it, you know you hate to say this; it's cliche, but but the Lions are built their best unit on the whole team is 
I mean, I know they've got some good skill guys, really good skill guys, but their best unit is the offensive line. It's one of the best two or three in the league. And when they're healthy, they're, um, and they have not been healthy at stretches this year, but when, when all of them play, when the starters are there, they're, uh, I, I don't think they've lost. So if they can, if they can again, do what they've done when they're together, then I think, I think they're going to be able to move the ball and, and they're going to be able to run the ball some, which will just help Goff. He loves he loves operating with, with uh, out of the play action. And that's obviously set up by David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, the running backs, who've, uh, who've had really good seasons. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 think, I think the Lions are going to have to score. To, uh, to I, I don't see this as a, a game in the teens or even in the early 20s. I mean, I guess you never know it's a playoff game, but I would bet high 20s. Uh, low 30s is going to be the is going to be the winning number, and uh, and and the lines are going to have to to get to there to uh, to have a chance. Okay, let's flip this. The, the the Lions run defense has been mostly stout this season, but the Rams Kyron Williams actually leads the NFL in rushing yards per game. So who wins that battle at the line of scrimmage? That's a that's a good question. You're right. That's been the best part of their defense, and they their their best run run stopper Lee McNeil was out for a few weeks and he returned last week and should be better this week so I would I think they probably have a, at least a chance with him back and uh, and being healthy but uh, you know the Rams are going to get some yards I mean you, right it's just it, plus the threat of Stafford and those two receivers that they've got that are so good um, it's 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 going to be they're not going to shut them down but I but I think that's the chance. That's the area where the Lions have a chance is to to gum up to gum up the middle a little bit and uh, slow the run game down and, and then force it into Stafford's hands and then hope that they can get to him occasionally. They struggle applying pressure. You know they've been missing their their edge rusher James Houston for most of the year, and um, Aiden Hutchinson is a good player, but he's just one he's just one guy. So I, I you know Stafford is probably gonna. Is probably going to be able to, to have some uh, time. Obviously, he's going to have some open receivers because the Lions secondary struggles too, a lot like the Rams. Okay, along those lines, is that what most concerns Aaron Glenn and the Lions defense about the Rams offense is the passing game? Oh, for sure. And and Cooper Cup and uh, Nakua, I think. No, absolutely. Especially considering, I don't know if you followed the last, the last three weeks, but but uh, they, the, the Lions played the Vikings twice and the Cowboys once, and each of those games they had a receiver get about, a, I don't know, close to 200 yards. C.D. Lamb got 200 or so for the Cowboys, and then Justin Jefferson got, got close to that number twice, and that was with Nick Mullins throwing to him. So that's yeah. an issue, and it's a, and it's a worry. And like I said, I, the, the, I mean, obviously you have to outscore to win every game, but you know what I mean when you say they're going to have to outscore them. It's it's just it. I, I don't see them slowing that passing game down enough to keep uh, the Rams from scoring, you know, well into the twenties. Talking uh, Lions and Rams with uh, Sean Windsor of the Detroit Free Press. Okay, the Rams have won six out of seven, but they've had some bad special teams moments even over that span. Well, the Lions, you know, Khalif Raymond, the re- kick returner, is maybe questionable for this game, but will the Lions be able to take advantage of the Rams' apparent special teams deficiencies? Well, you're, I mean, it's a good – Khalif Raymond's the key, right? And I don't know if he's going to play, if he is, how effective he's going to be. I I think it's going to be – I mean, the Lions' special – where they're good at – I mean, their field goal kicker's not 
yeah, he's he's struggled. They don't kick many field goals of distance. They didn't even try it. That's why one of the reasons they go go for it on fourth down so much. I mean, Dan Campbell's just also aggressive by by nature, but their punter is uh, has been really really good. And sometimes in a playoff game, flipping the field like that could be absolutely could be advantageous. But you know, the, the, you're talking about the Rams winning seven of eight. They beat some good. I mean, you know, they lost one of those losses. I think it was to Baltimore. They lost in overtime. Baltimore's been the best team on, to win on the Forty Nineers. Yeah, on a punt Part return for a touchdown, they lost that game. In fact, yeah, exactly. I mean, they 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 beat the yeah. Browns pretty good. They got they got some good got some good wins in there. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Okay, so bottom line, who wins uh, in Detroit? You know. Uh, this is this is such a tough one. I, I think, and I wrote this the other day in a column. I, and I hate to say this, but I, I think the Rams are gonna gonna make a play in the end to win one. I don't. I mean, for fans around here, they, there's a saying: the same old lines. Part of it's because of the some of the some of the nature of the losses. Uh, the idea that you know one playoff win since '57 and all that sort of thing. But this this rebuild feels different than any that I've been around and Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell and all the young talent. And, and sometimes, you know, you need a, you got to go through a painful loss in January in the, in the playoffs and, uh, and then mm-hmm. and go from there. And I, and I think my gut just tells me, look, the, the, the Lions can certainly win this game, but my gut tells me that's kind of what they're looking at. And it's just, it's just unfortunately too poetic. that It'll be Matthew Stafford coming back to do it. Hmm. Okay, lastly, this has nothing to do with the game on Sunday. Um, you know, Dan Campbell, does he have like a Detroit-based caffeine or coffee endorsement? And if not, uh, uh, should he change his representation to take advantage of uh, what should be, uh, I guess, an obvious moneymaker? <laughs> right. It's funny. I remember it was, it was the first year or second year, one of the one of the, the camps, the, the summer, the fall camp, he would come in with this coffee drink and talk about how many shots of espresso he <laughs> He had it. I was trying to. I was trying to remember. I don't know if it was Starbucks or not. I can't remember. But no, no question. You know, it's funny if if they uh, ever get to a Super Bowl, you know, in the next year, and and who knows when it, which is just unfathomable for people to think about around here. My goodness, he'll be. I mean, you can only imagine. He's already so beloved and revered right now. And um, but no, he's he's as popular a coach around here that I've seen in a long, long time and any sport. Sean, great stuff. I appreciate it. Thanks. Have fun. It's been quite a week for you, so have even more fun. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, Thanks for having me, and good to talk to you. Our pleasure. Thank you very much.